Chapters thirty seven to forty two of the Rule of St. Benedict. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Martin Giessen. The Rule of St. Benedict by St. Benedict of Nursia. Translated by Anonymous. Chapter thirty seven of Old Men and Children. Although man's nature is of itself drawn to feel pity for these two ages, that is, for the old and for children, yet it is fitting that the authority of the rule should provide for them. Let their weakness, therefore, be always taken into account, and the rigour of the rule with regard to food be by no means kept with them let a kind consideration be had for them and let leave be granted them to eat before the regular hours chapter thirty eight of the weekly reader reading ought not to cease while the brethren eat at table neither ought any one presume to read who shall take up the book at haphazard but let him who is appointed to read for the whole week enter upon his office on sunday after mass and communion let him ask all to pray for him that god may keep him from the spirit of pride and let this verse be thrice repeated in the oratory by all the reader first beginning it o lord thou wilt open my lips and my mouth shall declare thy praise psalm fifty one verse seventeen and thus having received a blessing let him enter upon his duty the greatest silence shall be kept so that no muttering or voice shall be heard except the voice of the reader such things as are necessary for meat and drink let the brethren so minister to each other that no one need ask for anything yet should anything be wanted let it be asked for rather by a sign than by a word nor let any one presume to ask questions about what is being read or about anything else lest occasion be given to the evil one should the prior however think fit he may make some brief exhortation for the edification of the brethren and let the brother who is reader for the week take a little pottage before he begin to read on account of holy communion and lest perchance it be grievous for him to fast so long afterwards let him eat with the weekly officers and servers of the kitchen the brethren must not read or sing in turns but such only as may edify the hearers chapter thirty nine of the measure or quantity of meat we think it sufficient for daily refection both at the sixth and ninth hour that there be at all seasons two dishes because of the infirmities of different people so that he who cannot eat of one may make his meal of the other 
let therefore two dishes of hot food suffice for the brethren and if there be any apples or young vegetables let them be added as a third dish let one pound weight of bread suffice for the day whether there be one refection or both dinner and supper if they are to sup let a third part of that pound be reserved by the cellarer to be put before them at supper if their labour be great it shall be in the power of the abbot to add what he shall think fitting to their ordinary allowance taking care always to avoid surfeiting that the monks be not overtaken with indigestion because there is not sin more contrary to a christian than gluttony as our lord saith take heed to yourselves lest perhaps your hearts be overcharged with surfeiting and drunkenness luke chapter thirty one verse thirty four but to children of tender age let not the same quantity be given but less than to the older in all things preserving frugality let all except the very weak and the sick abstain from eating the flesh of four-footed beasts chapter forty of the measure of drink every one hath his proper gift from god one thus another thus first corinthians chapter seven verse seven therefore it is not without some misgiving that we appoint the measure of other men's victuals yet considering the condition of those in weak health we think that one pint of wine will be sufficient for each one every day but let those upon whom god bestows the gift of abstinence know that they shall receive the proper reward if however the situation of the place labour or the heat of summer require more let the prior do what he thinketh good ever having a care that fulness or gluttony creep not in and although we read in vitis patrum verba seniorum five four thirty one that wine is not at all the drink of monks yet because in these our times they will not be so persuaded let us at least agree to this not to drink to satiety but sparingly because wine maketh even the wise to fall away ecclesiasticus chapter nineteen verse two where however the poverty of the place will not allow the appointed measure but much less or perhaps none at all let those who live there praise god and murmur not this we admonish above all things that there never be any murmuring chapter forty one at what hours the brethren are to take their refections from the holy feast of easter until whitsuntide let the brethren take their refection at the sixth hour and their supper at night but from whitsuntide throughout the whole summer let them fast on wednesdays and fridays till the ninth hour unless they have to labour in the fields 
or the extremity of the heat oppress them but on other days let them dine at the sixth hour this hour for dinner shall be continued at the discretion of the abbot if they have work in the fields or the heat of summer be great let him so moderate and dispose all things that souls may be saved and that what the brethren do may be done without just complaint but from the thirteenth of september till the beginning of lent let the brethren always take their meal at the ninth hour from the beginning of lent till easter they shall take their meal in the evening yet let things be so ordered that there be no need of lamps during the refection but that all be done by daylight at all times let the hour for supper and for dinner be so arranged that all things be done by daylight chapter forty two that no one may speak after compline monks ought to keep silence at all times but especially during the hours of the night and therefore on all days whether of fast or not let them all come together presently after supper if it be not a fasting day and let one read the collations or lives of the fathers or something else which will edify the hearers not however the heptateuch or book of kings for it will not be profitable for weak understandings to hear this part of scripture at that hour yet at other times it may be read but if it be a fasting day let them as we have said come to the reading of the collations shortly after evensong then let them read four or five pages or as many as the time will allow in order that during reading all even such as have had some work enjoined them may have assembled together all being gathered together let them say compline after which no one shall be permitted to speak if any one shall be found to break this rule of silence let him be liable to the most severe punishment except there be some necessary cause such as the arrival of guests or the command of the abbot yet even in that case let it be done with the greatest gravity and moderation end of chapter forty two end of chapters thirty seven to forty two